The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did and the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. What is up, everybody? Welcome in to this week's edition of the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined by my co-host, as always, Aaron Murray. Aaron, a lot went down this past week. Again, there's a lot of news and notes to be talked about on this edition of Punt and Pass, most notably the College Football Awards the Heisman Trophy ceremony, a couple fan questions on Twitter. Let's jump right into it. A lot of snow in Atlanta also. Aaron and I both in Atlanta, Georgia. I got about four inches up by my house. What about you? I know you have like 17 dogs. What was the action at the Murray household? It was a lot of action this week. It was pretty sweet. I kind of, as soon as it started coming down Friday, I'm like, I told my boss, hey, I'm getting out of here. I will see you next week. We I work from home because I'm not trying to get stuck in Midtown, trying to get back home uh, when all the craziness going like it was what in 2013 or 2014. Yeah. But I mean, my, it was a fun weekend. We enjoyed ourselves, and we actually went up to the uh, Chastain Park to the golf course there and kind of just let the dogs off. So we pretty much walked the golf course with the dogs, let them play in the snow, and and just had a great weekend, really enjoyed it. Uh, try to stay off the roads as hopefully most people did because yeah. us Atlanteans have no idea how to drive in the snow. I'm and sure. I did use the word, I did use the word us Atlanteans because I am going to be a Georgia resident by the end of the week. Are you really? Heading to, heading to get my license, heading to get my truck changed over my license plate. So I need some license plates ideas. <laughs> license so I'm plate thinking, ideas. I'm thinking about punting past like, podcast. I'm thinking Dogs 11, maybe? No, you can't do that. Dogs 11? What's wrong with that? That would be so lame. Don't do that. (laughs) What's wrong with that? Dogs 11? Dogs 11. D-A-W-G-S 11. I think it should be 11 dogs because you legitimately have 11 dogs in your house right now. Very true. But no, just chilled. Had some, uh, got some Umi Friday night with a girlfriend, with Sharon and some friends. Who paid for that? Yeah, I did a little bit. (laughs) That place is so good. It's phenomenal. We had a great time and shout out just Umi. been hanging. Out. Shout out to Umi. Maybe we'll do a show at Umi. Get some sushi and talk about some college playoffs. Would be kind of sweet. Yeah, I think I would, we should call them up. I would love a show. And they have a sponsorship awesome. with Umi. That'd be awesome. That'd be sweet. Yeah, man. Uh, interesting weekend. Fun weekend in Atlanta. A lot of snow. A lot of good times. Um, and and as you know, and I've. Instagrammed and tweeted it like a million times. I was at the College Football Awards. Uh, my dad and I both got to present awards during the show 
on ESPN Thursday night. Uh, I was sitting with Jackie. We were, like, right in the front row. Um, Everybody in the room cried when they did the Disney Spirit Award for the Iowa kids. Uh, That was an unbelievable story. Tom Rinaldi absolutely brought it. That was really cool. We got to meet Caden. Caden was the uh, lung cancer survivor who received the award on behalf of the Children's Hospital at Iowa. He was super cool. What a great kid. What a great story. Him and his family were there. I got to meet your boy, Baker Mayfield. I sent you a picture of me and Baker. Uh, you know, told him that he was Aaron Murray's man crush. He was extremely nice and gracious. You know, he won every single award that he could at that show. He was not pretentious at all. He took time with everybody, shook hands, took pictures. So shout out to him. You've made me a fan of him, and and getting more familiar with his backstory, and then seeing him win the Heisman Trophy Saturday night. Nothing but respect for the dude. Now, don't get me wrong. I hope Georgia beats them. On January 1st, we're going to break down that game in podcasts to come. But super cool, dude. Uh, what a fun weekend. I was sitting with Jackie Front Row. Dad presented the Lou Groza Award for College Kicker of the Year early in the show, and he killed it. He crushed it. And I looked at Jackie, and I go, damn, Dad just killed it. Now the pressure's on. I thought he was going to mess up, and then it would make it easy for me. But he did really well, um, and then I went out there and luckily did not stumble or stutter. No, you took it right in stride. I think you showed the old man up. You showed him that. There's a new, there's a new man of the house, new the, the young town. butlers coming in town. So that's right. Yeah, you guys did awesome. You and your dad, the whole awards show was awesome. I wish I would have gotten some tickets ahead of time. Maybe next year I'll go just to enjoy it. I mean, you guys are there. Like we talked about Herschel was there, all the yeah. coaches, the players, my man crush was there. So I'm a little pissed off that I didn't get a pitcher. Maybe I'll sneak on the field during the Rose bowl and get a pitcher before the game. Maybe, maybe, maybe knock him in the side a little bit to wear him out. Some, so. <laughs> Well, uh, I saw my boy David Pollock as well. Uh, we were backstage a little bit together, and he presented the Bednarik Award for Top Defensive Player of the Year. So, so many Georgia Bulldogs in the house. And hey, did you did you ask dude. did you ask Pollock why he said Oklahoma would pick thirty? Did you kind of I did rub it in we a little? Were, bit? We were so busy. We might have to get him back on the podcast just so I can light him up because I'm right and he's wrong. I, I think he's gotten used to that. Um, but you know, I gave my my passionate plea last week about why I don't think that's such a foregone conclusion. Now, again, I said, could they? Of course. But to say they will hang 30 on Georgia, I I don't think that's the case at all. But we talked about some college football awards last week, and we did some predictions, and we were pretty spot on. Baker Mayfield won the Davey O'Brien Award. You picked that, Aaron. Um, The Doak Walker Award. Bryce Love from Stanford won that. He almost went to Georgia. Did you know that? That would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, he almost went to Georgia. I guess, I guess, Stanford's, not, I guess Stanford's not a bad place to go. No. You're in the Heisman chance. You get a great education. Not saying Georgia's not a great education, of course, but Stanford's a pretty damn good place to go. So that would have been – I don't think he wanted to compete with our guys. Maybe he would have been the third or fourth guy on the Georgia roster this year. I don't know. I know. Crazy. I think Coach Lilly, John Lilly, was his former recruiter, and then he went out west. Uh, you picked the Bolitnikoff Award winner. Aaron, you chose James Washington from Oklahoma State. He did take that award home. And uh, Maxwell Award, Baker Mayfield, dude won every award possible. But let me just give you a name real quick. Do you know who Ed Oliver is? Why is the name ringing a bell right now? Ed Oliver is the Houston defensive tackle who won the Outland Trophy for the nation's best interior lineman. This dude is a true sophomore. He is massive and he is give me me some weight right now kicker dude this guy is a freaking he's a freak (laughs) i'm looking at him in person i'm going 
You're 19 years old. He's six foot three. He's 290 pounds, but he's jacked. He's not fat at all. Flat belly. This dude, a absolute monster. Plays for Houston. They're going to be in the Hawaii Bowl. They play Fresno State in the Hawaii Bowl on December 24th. Speaking of bowls, I need more people to give me some enthusiasm on our punt and pass bowl pick them. Tweet at me. Tweet at punt and pass. Punt and pass on Twitter and Instagram. Punt and pass at gmail.com. I'm at Drew Butler. Aaron is at Aaron Murray 11. I want to get this thing going. I want to make sure that we have enough people who are interested in Aaron. So if you get people jacked up about it, if people get at me and tell me they want to do it, I'll set it up and we'll have prizes for maybe the top three finishers. So punt and pass podcast bowl pick them league. I want to do it. All right. I want to do it. So holler at us on social media. Let us know what's going on. The Heisman race, Aaron, what would you think? I mean, obviously we knew Baker Mayfield was going to win. Did you watch any of it at all? I, I kept saying it last week, the most uninteresting Heisman race maybe in recent memory. Yeah, there's it's a it was a runaway. Obviously, Baker Mayfield getting 732 first-place vote, votes. Love running back for Stanford, 75. So, I mean, we knew it was going to be a snoozer. It was fun. We kind of turned in and out during the beginning of it, and then I watched the end just to hear his speech and kind of see uh, what kind of a person he is because you see him on the field and you yeah. see the antics, and and then he always all of a sudden he gets after the games and he's apologizing and he seems sympathetic. But to see him up there, uh, like you said, and you got to meet him last week at the award ceremony, a polished kid. Uh, the kid knows what he's talking about. Uh, he apologized for some of his antics, which was nice, but definitely, I mean, it, there was no reason. And I talked to a bunch of people and they said, Hey, listen, look at the definition of a Heisman. It's what you do on and off the field. Yeah. And I just don't think what he did on the field, when you talk about the non-football stuff was big enough to not give him the Heisman yeah. at all. I think it was, yes, it was childish. Yes. He shouldn't have done it. And he is a leader of a football team and he will continually to mature and, and we'll discuss his potential in the NFL and, and what he needs to do in order to maybe become a first round pick next year. But there's no one that played better than him this year. There's no one was even close. And then there's no one else that would put his team in the final four in the playoffs. So it was a runaway um, and some crazy, pretty interesting facts. He became just a fifth player joining our boy Herschel Walker to finish in the top four of the Heisman three times. Yeah, that's insane. That's dude. impressive. This kid was a walk on. I, I I just have so much respect for his backstory and what he's been able to accomplish. So I'm a huge Baker Mayfield fan. Um, there's no doubt about that. But he ran away with this one. You just said it. 732 first place votes. Bryce Love was second with 75. But well, I mean, let's, I, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, well, I'm just uh, talking about his season this year. I mean complete over 70% of his passes, 41 touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, that's insane. The dude, the dude had an unbelievable season. There's just nothing you can do to, and, and uh, luckily, you know, when we'll, we'll continue to dive into the bowl game slowly each and every week, but luckily for Georgia, they have four or five weeks right now to continue to prep yeah. for him to kind of figure out what they need to do to slow him down because there, no one's had any success. And I know the division, the conference they play in definitely doesn't help it at all because there's pretty much seven on seven out there. George is going to have to find a way to get after him with five or six guys and play tight, tight man-to-man coverage. Cause I think their offensive line is just too good to only rush four. And I, I just don't think we up front, our front four, I think they're, they're good, but we are definitely better when we bring our fifth guy, bring a sixth guy off the edge. And, and I think we're going to have to do that versus him. 
But you got to be careful because he's sneaky good with his feet too. Yeah, moving it, around the pocket, getting out of the pocket, throwing on the run. I think that's when he actually may be his best is when he's improvising, throwing off his back foot. I mean, I turn on games this year of him. He's running around like a chicken with his head cut off, and all of a sudden he's throwing off his back foot across the field, delivering dimes, playing a ball, and it turns into a touchdown. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know if he can do it in the NFL, but he, he's had a lot of success this year doing it, and it's impressive. He's confident doing it. His receivers do a great job watching the film. His receivers do a great job continuing to stay alive. I think they understand that, hey, this guy is going to continue to fight each and every play. And if I just keep working, DBs can't cover me for six or seven seconds. So he's going to find me eventually. You know, you just brought up a lot of good points and broke down how special of a player he is. That leads me into our first fan question from Twitter. That's at punt and pass on Twitter. This one's from Nathan. Aaron, Nathan Scholl asks, which matchup is more lopsided? Georgia's run-heavy offense against OU's front seven or OU's pass-heavy offense against Georgia's secondary? I think OU's pass offense right now. Yeah. I think our secondary has not seen a passing offense like this this entire season. I mean, there's really not many great passing attacks in the SEC. I mean, Auburn does a good job, but Auburn's receivers aren't great. Auburn's offense is built on running, running, running. Then all of a sudden you're going to utilize the play action, get one-on-ones and take a shot. But they're not extremely talented at the receiver. Stidham, I think, is still a very good quarterback. But Baker's a better quarterback. They have better skill position at the receiver receiving position. Yeah. That offense is built for big explosive plays in the pass game. So this our, the Georgia secondary is going to have to be ready to rock and roll. And like I said, it comes down to the line of scrimmage as well. I think the line has done a great job giving Baker Mayfield all day to throw the football and when you throw that and then throw in some speedy receivers down the field, uh, that's a recipe for disaster. So hopefully Georgia figures out a way to, to make Baker get the ball out of his hands in two, three seconds. Don't let him hold the ball for four or five in order for those receivers to get open down the field. One of his linemen on Oklahoma, uh, Orlando Brown, big Zeus Brown, he was up for the Outland Trophy, Aaron. He is massive human being, legitimately six foot seven, probably 315. He went to Peachtree Ridge High School. That's my alma mater, baby. So shout out to Big Zeus. Um, I got to hang out with him a little bit. He's going to have his hands full. There's no doubt. I would agree with you, though, Aaron. It's certainly going to be better chances for OU's pass-heavy offense to make plays against Georgia's secondary. But my whole thought process is having five weeks to prepare for him definitely evens that playing field a lot rather than just having five days to prepare the next question. Well, they Aaron. also, they also okay. have five, they also have five weeks to oh, prepare yeah. for Georgia's defense. I mean, it works both ways. Everyone's like, Oh, you know, Georgia's defense is going to have five weeks to prepare for Baker Mayfield in this offense. Well, Oklahoma's not just sitting on their butts, just watching TV. I mean, well, they, the whole damn team to, was at the award show, just racking yeah, up every award. So exactly. that was like, that was a couple of days. That's, that's, a, that's a few days, but you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on the, the life of a college player during this downtime right now. But you know, those coaches for Oklahoma and I'm sure Baker and those guys right now, you know, not only for Baker to go out there and win the Heisman and then lead his team to a, to the final four, but for him right now, he's thinking if I, if I win this game, you know, and then we go to the national championship and win that game, that's only just shooting me right up the draft stock as oh, well. So yeah. a lot of these seniors, these juniors are not only thinking about, you know, Hey, winning this game, but if you play well in these big time games, I mean, the amount of scouts GMs going to be at each and one, each and every one of these games is going to be. 40, 50, 60 deep. So, no question. or even more. So these guys want to put on a good show. So they're going to be working their tails off in the film room and then, and practice these next few weeks, getting ready for these games. 
No, you're totally right. And uh, I got another question here coming in on Twitter, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. This one's from Chase Drew, at Chase Drew. He asks, and this is a real question, where do I get some cool socks? Well, it's funny you ask, Chase. You get cool socks at SockFancy.com slash Punt Pass. If you go to SockFancy.com slash Punt Pass, you will get an extra pair of socks added to any subscription for free. All you have to do is enter the code PUNTPASS at checkout. The code is PUNTPASS, P-U-N-T-P-A-S-S, at checkout. The holidays are here. you got to get your ass in gear, Aaron. I know I have already been there and done some shopping myself. Start shopping now. Cross off your list with the perfect gift. You can gift a Sock Fancy subscription for three months, six months, nine months, or even a year long, and Sock Fancy handles the rest. Shipping is free. Shipping is worldwide. If you get a pair of socks that you necessarily aren't quite feeling, you just send them right on back, and they will send you a different pattern. So go to SockFancy.com slash PuntPass and enter the promo code PuntPass at checkout to get an extra pair of socks added to any subscription for free. SockFancy.com slash PuntPass, promo code PuntPass. I need socks. I was wearing some Sock Fancy socks at the College Football Award Show last week, so shout out to Sock Fancy. You just mentioned about what players do during this downtime. Finals um, for the University of Georgia, I know, are next week. I think a few other schools have them going on right now. You know, I think one of the things that I remember most about bowl season, once you find out where you're going, and it used to be completely different because now Georgia's hoping to play two more games. It used to only be one game left because a couple SEC teams, Alabama, Georgia, and then Clemson and Oklahoma are all in the playoff. But Aaron, you, you focus back to schoolwork. You've got to finish the semester strong. You've got to make your grades and set yourself up for a good spring. The strength and conditioning staff gets a better hold of you for sure. The coaches are out on the road recruiting. Football definitely takes a backseat for about 10 days, right? I mean, you got to let your body rest. Yeah, you, you got to let the body and, rest. Yeah, you got to get back and start your conditioning. But finish school strong, and you have plenty of time to game plan and get ready for January 1st if you're playing in the playoffs. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for these kids right now, it's such a long season, then you throw on these these conference championship games it's a matter of getting your body healthy so whether that's getting in seeing the training staff getting extra massages the therapy getting in the weight room kind of not we're not going to go over and throw maxes now we're not putting a bunch of weight in our back or bench pressing that kind of stuff but to kind of you know get your body back to feeling maybe close to what it was at the beginning of the season because uh, you do especially these guys who are playing in the later bowl games i'm not talking about the guys you're playing you know before christmas a little bit after christmas but in the final four, those guys have over a month to get ready to rock and roll. And the biggest thing is is getting healthy to where you go out there and perform your best, your best for the entire season. Which brings me to Alabama, mm-hmm. which which with these guys right now, they didn't have to play a conference championship game. That's an extra week to get your bodies feeling good. Oh yeah, physically, mentally, they have the shortest they have the shortest road trip of any of these teams right now. You know, they only have to travel to New like Orleans. A four hour drive, isn't it, from Tuscaloosa? That's it. So. So you want to talk about a team that's a four seed. They had a week off. They didn't have to bang their bodies up, and now they don't have to travel too far either for this game. So that's big right now, this type of the season. It's a little cold out for all these teams. The body's a little bit achy. Uh, so get healthy. And then, like you said, the, the main focus right now, too, is making sure you you get the grades right. You go in there, um, whatever, extra study hall, 
uh, do on the final exams. That way you can just kind of put it behind you, you know, kind of finish those on a strong note that way. And next week and the week after that, when you're done with exams, you could be full steam ahead. And then from there, the coaches pretty much own you as soon as the coaches are back from on the road, you are all theirs, whether it's all day long meetings, maybe get a practice get a walkthrough, get some more film at night. It's kind of like training camp all over again, where you're pretty much just living in the facility because there is no more school. And then all these teams, you get to enjoy a fun bowl week, wherever you end up going, get there, have some fun. Practices are short and sweet. And then it's game time from there. So it's a fun time of the year, man. I kind of miss it. We had some fun bowl trips. My favorite one definitely was heading down to Orlando Got to do a little Disney World and then obviously win a big bowl game as well. Versus who was it that year? I'm drawing a blank right now. Nebraska. Um, yeah, Nebraska. We whooped up. We whooped up on Nebraska at the end of it. So you that was a fun bowl that trip. Year. You guys got absolutely screwed bowl game that year. Oh yeah, you want to talk about losing to Alabama by four points and then and going to and the and Capital One Bowl, on, dude? I know. Yeah, we should have been in the. We should have been in the Sugar Bowl. We beat Florida that year. And, uh, you know, I think they fixed that after that year. I think they're, you know, obviously taking into consideration a little bit more what being in the conference championship actually means, uh, unless you're Ohio state, then it doesn't really help you too much, but yeah, it's a fun time of the year, man. It's a good time. And we'll see if Kirby smart lets the boys kind of take Christmas off a little bit, maybe get home for a couple of days. And then I'm sure they will be jumping on a plane and heading to California so they can, get used to the time change, get used to the weather difference a little bit as well. For sure. What people you may or may not understand if you're listening to the podcast, but when school is in session, there is a 20 hour rule that is implicated by the NCAA, which limits the amount of time spent per week on your sport to 20 hours. Now it's very lenient in its, um, and it's mandating. There's no doubt about that. But when school is not in session, so after finals, Aaron was talking about the coaches pretty much own you. If there is no school in session, there is no 20-hour rule. So it's almost like an NFL-type schedule, Aaron. You're waking up early. You're having meetings. You're having walkthroughs. You're having more meetings. Then you're practicing. Then you might even be meeting after practice. So that's the time lot that these players and coaches get to prepare for the bowl game. So if they're taking a little bit of time off, if they're focusing more on school right now and conditioning, it's because they know they can make it up tenfold when school is out of session. So a little hot tip there on the punt and pass podcast that you may not get anywhere else. Speaking about a few more things, Aaron, before we wrap this episode up, how about Roquan Smith getting three first place votes in the Heisman voting? I think that's very cool. I don't even know the last Georgia player to get first place votes in Heisman voting. So maybe that's our social media question of the week. If you can, whoever's listening out there, find out who the last Georgia player was to get first place votes and shout us out on social media. That would be really interesting, but big congrats to Roquan. Hey, did you watch any of that Army Navy game yesterday in the snow? That was pretty badass. Yeah, a great game too. Was it 14 13 down to the wire? Two teams run similar offenses. I mean, all those guys, they run that triple option. And and finally, a game where you see, obviously, you see it enough in practice all year long from spring ball to camp to in practice during the season where they kind of the defenses kind of had it had it down. They knew they weren't going to pass it, especially in that type of weather. So they kind of just loaded the box, played disciplined defense and really came down to the wire. But what a great game. Congrats to those guys. And, and you want to talk about just some special individuals, no all question. those kids. And you want to talk about preparing for finals? I mean, these huh. kids are preparing for 
for these finals. They're preparing for life after school when they have to go required to go into some service. kind of military service. Yeah. I mean, it is incredible that what these kids put their bodies through mentally, physically, each and every week. I'm telling you what, I, I don't know if I could have done it. I mean, every day is like boot camp for them. I mean, they're waking up at the crack of dawn, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning training, going to class. They only get to practice for about 65, 70 minutes a day. Yeah. That's it. They have too many other things to worry about too to protect our butts at home so we can sit on our couch and do a podcast. So <laughs> shout out to those guys. Awesome seeing them out there on the football field and, and just seeing how much that game means to everyone as well. No question. Really cool to see that game get its due um, and shine on a Saturday when it's the premier game in college football. Awesome in the snow. They busted out the special uniforms. Navy's Blue Angel helmets were so tight. And then Army's uh, All Whites, which honored one of their um, units that trained in the mountains. That was really cool. Very fitting for a snow game as well. Got to give one shout out before we end this episode, Aaron, to Timmy Cochran. He is at Tim Raider 57. He hollered at us on Twitter. And I think College Game Day has been listening to Punt and Pass because they threw up a transitive property on their Twitter page. This was their transitive property. Are you ready? Sit down because your mind is about to be blown. Navy beat FAU, okay? FAU beat Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee beat Syracuse. Syracuse beat Clemson. So in turn, Navy is better than Clemson, and Navy should have got into the playoffs. So shout out to Completely Timmy agree. Cochran. Throw Throwing a triple option team in the playoffs, yeah. and let's see what happens. Absolutely. But shout out to Timmy Co- Cochran uh, at TimRaider57. We appreciate the tweet. The transitive property does, in fact, strike again anything on the way out murray it's been fun catching up with everybody it's been fun letting everyone know who won these awards what went on with the heisman filling some people in on what goes on during bowl practice you're gonna go back out in the snow with all your dogs or are you gonna go back in the snow and if anyone i'm looking for some bikes sharon and i are gonna get some some little bicycles for christmas for each other so if anyone has some ideas and some good like a road i think no we don't need like a crazy road back i'm thinking like a hybrid some type of hybrid just something to go on the belt line and through neighborhoods okay. with. I'm not talking, I'm not going for like speed racer over here. Nothing crazy, but just something because I hate walking and I hate running. So I think biking is going to be my next passion. Sweet. All right. Well, that's, that's cool. Any, so any, shoot, uh, shoot something. any biking requests or, uh, or suggestions, send them Aaron's way. And then also license plate suggestions. My vote yes. is not dogs. 11. <laughs> I don't know why you're hating on dogs. We'll 11. see what everybody thinks. I think it's, I think hilarious. it's phenomenal. I'm going to get a little, the little G next to it too. Okay. So there you go. Sweet. All right. Well, Hey dude, Appreciate your time. It's always fun right here on the Punt and Pass podcast. We are at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. Punt and Pass at gmail.com. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. I am at DrewButler13. And we will be talking to you on Thursday. See you.